What's up, everybody? Episode two of the Game Break podcast here. Um, I got my buddy Old School Legend Gaming on with us again, as usual. What's up, Old School? What up, what up? Thanks for having me, man. How's it going? Good, good. Got a little sun from work today, so I'm looking kind of red in the camera, I notice. Nice, nice. <laughs> Getting that vitamin D. I know. Um, so last weekend, Sunday, we had the Xbox Game Showcase. They revealed like 26 different games. I kind of want to just go through them all here, maybe get our first initial thoughts out on them, see if we're hyped or not for any of them. Um, you have anything... You want to talk about before we get into this or um no so uh need to make a disclaimer to the to the listeners uh, i was out of town this weekend so uh, a lot of stuff i missed i did not see the xbox showcase um, i didn't see the capcom showcase either but i did see some of the uh, the big things such as starfield fable cyberpunk dlc and the uh, that new console that got dropping, which is the uh, the upgraded Series S, well, yeah. the, the storage upgraded on the Series S. Yeah, so I didn't even watch the Capcom. I didn't even know there was a Capcom one, right? So some gaming podcast host I am, but um, but yeah, I, I was all over the Xbox Showcase. I'm gonna do my best to uh, to recall all these trailers that I saw. Um, but let's get into it. Um, Fable. Fable was the first game they showed off there. It was, from what I could tell, a full CGI trailer. Um, they say it was in-engine and off an of Xbox console, I think. Um, but it was, for the most part, all uh, it was all CGI. And apparently that trailer is getting a lot of heat this week because apparently there people are mad that the girl looks like a guy or something to that effect. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, I... I thought it looked great. Like the graphics were good and everything. Um, obviously, it was a CGI trailer. It should um, there was a little? There was a few little snips of, snippets in there that I thought might be gameplay, but I couldn't really tell. And if it was gameplay, it's going to be a really good looking game. I think this next gen generation of console is going to really knock it out of the park when it comes to like in game footage um, and gameplay. Yeah, for sure. So watching that that trailer, I uh, I was pretty blown away. I'm not uber familiar with the Fable series. I did play the first one, um, but I did not play two or three, so I was kind of behind on that. But it looks like this is going to be more of a uh, a reboot of Fable, mm -hmm. right? Or is that, this that's a, what uh, I understand. Okay, because I'm with you. I, I never played the first. I haven't played the first three at all in my life. Um, so if I do get into this, it's, it'll be my first experience with it. So I hope it's kind of a reboot to, um, so I'm not missing out on any of the lore or anything. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, really impressive though, man. You know, I was, uh, I was pretty excited to see that. Oh yeah. Yeah. That, that guy that was talking in, in the beginning, I was like, you have to look at it like real good. Like it looks like CGI, but at the same time, it's like, man, is that actually somebody sitting there? But, um, I thought it looked great. Yeah, yeah, super clean on that one. Yep. Um, then they showed off South of Midnight. That was another CGI trailer. Um, it had some kind of um, skeleton-looking guy strumming on a guitar. Um, I'm, I'm watching the trailer right now as we're talking about it to refresh my memory. Um, but there's a, 
like some kind of skeleton looking guy strumming on a guitar. Uh, not really even a skeleton, but just old raggedy looking dude. Um, and some younger girl comes walking up to him. Not too sure exactly what it's going to be about. They didn't really reveal much. Um, another CGI trailer. Nothing really to talk about as far as uh, gameplay and anything there. Um, then Star Wars. Star Wars um, Outlaws was there. It's a new game by Ubisoft. Um, that's a, It was a CGI trailer. I th- they showed gameplay in their Ubisoft Forward on Monday that I saw. It looked pretty good. Like, I, like the gameplay and the graphics look great, look awesome, but I just don't know if I'm into another Star Wars game. Yeah, I feel you, man. Um, and especially from uh, Ubisoft, man. I think a lot of those Ubisoft games, you know, it's pretty much like the the map, you know, the the, the cluttered map yeah. uh, that gives me anxiety. The Assassin's Creed games, Far Cry, um, you know, that's that's what they're known for. So I wonder if they're going to go ahead with that that same formula with the Star Wars game. Yeah, yeah, and if it's like that, I'm I'm not into it. Like I haven't even played uh, any of the first uh, these last two Jedi games that came out just because I feel like there's so many movies, so many shows, so many games coming out and that's star Wars related. It's like, Oh, I wonder if I'm getting to the point where it's just like, for me, at least it's just oversaturated. So I'm hoping between now and release, which it's not releasing until 2024. Um, I hope they do something to, you know, spark my interest and get me into it. Cause I'd like to be into it, but I just feel like it's getting a little too much for me at the moment. Yeah, yeah, it's understandable. Uh, the next one was Thirty Three Immortals, which it looks like, it looks like a like top down dungeon scroller type game, but it's co op with thirty three different people at one time. Wow. Yeah, so I don't know. Apparently, that uh, that, that sounds like it could have some potential. I I haven't seen it yet, so yeah, I'll definitely have to take a look once we're done here. What's funny is like you have 33 people that's working, supposed to be working together at the same time, right? I know just by experience of watching other or just playing other games um, with just randoms, uh, nine times out of 10, people don't want to work together. They want to go off and do their own thing. So I don't know. I don't know how that's going to work. I personally don't know 33 other people that I could jump in and one game and play with. <laughs> So I don't know. I'm hoping there's like, you don't have to play with 33 other people. I hope there's, um, like, if I only have four people, I can start a game with just four people, and you can still play through the entire game, and um, it'd be cool. It'd be fun. I hope you don't need 33 people like and fill your lobby with randoms. Yeah, I I definitely enjoy uh, multiplayer aspects, co-op, you know, um, but you're right. There's always that that like lone wolf mentality like hey i don't want to work with anybody i'm going to do this on my own because i might feel like i'm better than you at this game or like yeah. look how fast i could do this or something else so yeah hopefully um hopefully not too many people are like that and you could get like a really good experience with 33 people legitimately working together yep exactly it it really just looks like uh you know like i said top down uh dungeon crawler um but yeah, like magical abilities, I guess. And um, there's a ton of NPCs. Like, I don't know if they're zombies or whatnot. Um, 
but they're spawning all over the place and i guess you have different objectives you got to get to all over the map so it might be kind of cool to check out jump in maybe um to see what it's all about um and then the next game they showed off was payday three now i haven't played payday uh payday one i played a little bit of payday two i think on game pass when it came out um or when it got on game pass uh and i just wasn't really a fan i was hoping it was when i jumped into two i was hoping it was going to be a little bit more of a grand theft auto style thing but it wasn't from what i could tell it's kind of just like well have you played payday i played payday two okay so i haven't played the I, first one only the second one am i wrong in saying that it's just uh like obviously you're uh pulling trying to pull off a heist but you have like the bank that you can operate in and then maybe the immediate surrounding area, but it's not like a large open world type thing. Right? No. Okay. That, oh, am I not right? Or, Oh no, I'm sorry. No, like it's not like a large open world. Okay. Type. Okay. And I, when I got into two, I thought it was going to be that, but I don't know. Maybe I was just kind of thrown off. I got my expectations, um, a little out of hand or whatever, but, I don't know. Maybe I'll try three out. I mean, all these games are coming out day one on Game Pass, so really, no, no real downside to trying it out. You know, it's not like you're wasting sixty to seventy dollars on it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think uh, Game Pass Game Pass is definitely something I'm going to be signing up for here in the future. Uh, I know last week I was talking about how I don't like Game Pass because I have the PlayStation Plus Premium in addition to the uh, the physical game collection that I have, mm -hmm. but this year is just uh, something exceptional, man. Oh yeah! So many good titles coming out, and um, I'm I'm just gonna have to go ahead and pull the trigger on that Game Pass. Yeah. Hang on to that for a little bit. I feel you. I we'll get into it later, but Starfield is gonna make me go buy a Series X, and I am happy about it because it looks awesome. Nice. Um, and then Persona Three Reload. Uh, I guess it's a remake or something. I don't. I'm not sure. Um. But I'm never played a Persona series, so it doesn't really do anything for me. That comes out in early 2024. Same. Um, Avowed. They showed off Avowed. Now, I'm not a big fan of these first-person... At least I haven't been in the past. But these first-person RPG types where all you see is their hands in front of you and you're casting spells and it just, it looks weird to me and I'm not really a fan of that style. Um, but I mean, if a game's good enough and it, there's enough good reviews on it when it comes out, I'll try anything, especially if it's on game pass. Um, but the trailer looks good. Graphics look good. I just don't know if it's quite for me yet. That's have fair. You, That's a fair ha assessment. Have you seen anything on avowed? I have not. Apparently, it's like Xbox's. I know their Starfield is their next best best thing, but I guess there's a lot of hype around Avowed coming out too. Okay, so yeah, I'm actually uh, I'm I'm marking down these games as we're as we're talking about them. That way, I could go check them out later on. Um, okay. Because like as I said earlier, you know what I mean. Like it's just been really hard to try to catch up on everything just being gone this past weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got had a busy schedule. Yeah, yeah. Well, be, being gone this past weekend into the middle of the week. Yeah, I feel you. Uh, let me see. Sea of Thieves DLC is coming out. It's called The Legend of Monkey Island. July 20th. It's a free update. I like the word free. 
So anytime any of these uh, developers throw that in there, that's a plus for me. Um, I I played a little bit of the Sea of Thieves when it first came out, but I wasn't there like uh, it was. It didn't run the greatest or something. There was something wrong with it, right? When it first released. I, yeah, I th- I, if I remember correctly, I think it was like it, it ran pretty glitchy. Okay. Um, I I just I I didn't get into it. Um, it, it it's just not not my style of game. Yeah. So I don't I don't know too much about it. Um yeah, neither do I. Uh but the next one, I thought I never played the others, but it seemed pretty cool to me with the amount of stuff they were showing off for it was Flight Simulator 2024. Mm. Now you can, just watching the trailer, you can go on YouTube and find the trailer, but the graphics look amazing on this thing, right? You know, they show uh, helicopter rescue. Um, I guess somebody's lost in the mountains, right? So the helicopter flies up to the mountain. You see all the leaves on the trees blowing around, and it looks so realistic. It's incredible. I know uh, the Flight Simulator series is kind of known for that, right? There's, the graphics are amazing. Yeah, yeah. And there's a, there, there's a pretty big uh, market for that stuff, too, you know? Um, Flight Simulator, not my cup of tea. I I think the games look amazing though. I do I, I do enjoy watching gameplay footage of those. For me personally, um, it's it's just not my my my, my preferred genre. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I could you know if it's on Game Pass, I might check it out. But outside of that, I'll probably just end up just watching some streams of it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. I I I wouldn't go out and buy it, but Game Pass, I'll check it out when it comes out. Um, but they showed so many different planes and um, objectives to do in this trailer. I was actually pretty impressed. Like, wow, that seems like a lot of, a lot of stuff there. They even showed, I'm trying to find it. Oh, they're incorporating uh, Dune, the movie Dune. Oh, wow. Yeah. Into the game at some point. Um, I don't know if it's going to be DLC or what, but they have like the little, uh, I don't know if you call them planes, but I guess modified helicopters that they have in the movie and everything. That's going to be yeah, pretty yeah, the, cool. Yeah, the, the gimmicks that carry the spice. Yep. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty dope, man. Oh, yeah. Um, next was Hellblade 2, Senua's Saga. Or Senua's Saga. I don't know how to say it. <laughs> but uh, they, they just had a CGI trailer again for it. Um, I guess with... Hellblade 1, you kind of know what the gameplay is going to be like, but I never played that, so um, I would have liked to see a little bit of gameplay. But it was just like the other trailers you've seen for it. Graphics are amazing. Uh, the world looks crazy. It's dark and gritty, and um, I'd be interested to check it out when it comes out. That comes out 2024. So that was uh, that was actually one of the trailers that I did see. Um, and I got to be honest, man, I was a little disappointed because I was hoping we would have saw a little bit more. I was kind of hoping for some gameplay, not just a CGI trailer, um, especially being how long that it's, I mean, what, three years it's been since they announced yeah. it? Yeah, I was and, about to say. Uh, all they have is a CGI trailer to show for it. So, I mean, on that aspect, I was a little disappointed, but, you know, I am excited for that game because the first one was incredible. Um, so I would just imagine more of the same for the second one. Yep. Oh, yeah. Um, then we had Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth in early 2024 that's releasing. Um, that was just another CGI trailer. Uh, I guess the main character, whoever it is, I, I don't play the Like a Dragon series, but 
uh, main character wakes up on the beach completely naked and he's walking around on the beach like wondering how the hell he got there i guess um and everybody's laughing and taking pictures or whatever and then it just belt blacks out and you get the title screen like a dragon infinite wealth um and fallout 76 getting dlc man another update all right yeah atlantic city so i guess there's gonna be some casinos or something there um i never i never got into fallout 76 so i don't i'm probably not gonna check this one out but um yeah it's coming out free free update dlc i think i think it's free i don't know if they mentioned it but i would think it's free if it's on game pass and stuff um path of the goddess the cgi trailer uh looks kind of like a ninja samurai type thing um not sure if i'll give it a go or not there's crazy monsters i guess you're defeating and everything um yeah path of the goddess <laughs> day one game pass i don't really have much to say about that one yeah so uh, one of the things I want to mention to the uh, to the potential listeners is um, a lot of these games that we're not really like hype for. It's not that we're hype. It's not that we're not hype for it. We just uh, we're both adults with families and other outside stuff. So our gaming yeah. it needs to be very selective. Yep. Um, a lot of the stuff looks very good, but if we were to sit down and play everything or give everything a go. Um, we probably have some really upset wives. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. That's a good point to bring up. Yeah. I, I'm married with a kid and full-time job. I, when I do, get, I have maybe an hour a day or so, uh, to sit down and game and I got to be very selective with what I'm playing. So a lot of yeah, these, sure. a lot of these look great, but I probably won't get into them. Yeah. Um, Forza motor, motorsport, uh, motorsport was there. That comes out October 10th. Uh, graphics look amazing. I don't. There's really not much to say. It's a Forza game. Yeah, more of the same. Yep. Uh, Bethesda's got Elder Scrolls DLC coming for Elder Scrolls Online. Um, Overwatch 2. Uh, they, they're coming out. It looks like Overwatch 2 has a big update coming. For, and it's going to be out August 10th. They've got uh, like a Flashpoint game mode. Uh, co-op events coming. Um, they're adding a fire range, firing range and story missions, new characters, the whole works. Um, and I'm kind of a fan of Overwatch, although I haven't played two so much, but I was really big into one. Um, so I'm glad to see they're adding more variety of things to do rather than the same two or three game modes that they've had on like maybe five or six different maps. Um, Persona Tactica. Coming out November 17th. Um, it's kind of like a tactical game like Mario plus Rabbids or whatever um, in the Persona world. Okay. Uh, I've never, I'm not into Persona games. So um, it comes out November 17th for anybody who's into it. Uh, Starfield trailer. They showed a fully, uh, I think it was a cinematic trailer at the Xbox event. They just showed cinematics and it looked great. But later on, I got. Uh, notes from the Bethesda um, showcase of it. So we'll talk about it more there. Um, Jusant. What is Jusant? Let me look. So it sounds like they had a, they had a pretty good show. And then probably what, maybe like 25, 30 titles, 26 titles, 26. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so Jassant looks to me, and it's a, another uh, CGI trailer. Kid's just climbing a mountain. Looks like he's trying to get up to some tower or something. And if I had to guess, uh, they are showing some gameplay. It's probably a mountain climbing simulator of some kind. <laughs> because all the gameplay they're showing is he's climbing mountains in different settings and uh, different kind of weather patterns, I guess. So it's probably just going to be like a mountain climbing simulator type thing. You solve puzzles or whatever. And it might be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, Still Wakes the Deep. Now, Still Wakes the Deep has looked pretty intriguing to me because um, I guess you're out on a oil rig in the middle of ocean. Still Wakes the Deep. Um, I guess you're alone on this oil rig and it's overrun with monsters and whatever. Um, but I'm not too sure exactly what the gameplay style is going to be. Like it's first person and stuff. Um, but in the trailer, you don't see him using any guns really. Um, so I, I just, I don't know. I want to see more on this game. It looks pretty like kind of survival horror type thing. Mm -hmm. So I'd like to see more. Okay. Um, let's see. Dungeons of Hinterberg. Oh, this is like a little uh, cartoony game that um, looks like a kind of like a 3D beat em up type thing. You're going through levels, um, riding on a skateboard and stuff, and then. Uh, the girl pulls out a sword and starts hacking up, like, uh, I don't know if they're spirits or... They're enemies. Let's call them enemies. I don't know exactly what they are. <laughs> but it's like a cartoony type game. Um, looks nice, but um, I'd be interested to see more on that one as well. Um, Cyberpunk 2077 DLC, Phantom Liberty. Um, it's coming out September 26th. And I did, did see that. You did, and you saw it. Idris Elba in there. Mm -hmm. I think I think he's the main villain. Um, so I'll be interested to see that. That looks pretty cool. Sk uh, city Skylines Two. Um, it's like a city builder game. Have you heard of it? You've heard of that before, right? Uh, yeah, I have. Okay. So, I played the first one on. I can't remember if it was Switch or Xbox. I think it might have been Xbox on Game Pass, but um. Those are the type of games that I can really dive into. Um, I'll get a, you know, an itch to play something like that because I love city building games. I love base building games and stuff. And I will play it like crazy for like a week maybe, and then I'll be completely done with it and never want to play it again. Um, well, that's interesting, man. I've um, I've tried playing them, and I I just can't get into them. Like Sim City, um, Civilization, like all those types of games. I just just not for me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know what it is. I, I, I like, uh, I like them. I don't know. Um, so that was city skylines too. That's October 24. It's coming out October 24th. That's kind of cool. Um, metaphor refantiz fantasio. So that must be a new IP. Uh, yeah, I've never heard of this before, but it looks like an anime style animated game. Um, I can't think of, from the create that that's it's it's from the creators of Persona, so it kind of has that feel to it. Um, 
looks like a action RPG type game, anime style, bright colors, all that. Um, so yeah, looks pretty cool. Metaphor de, uh, Re Fantasio in 2024. Now, Towerborn, they showed off Towerborn coming out in 2024 as well. And that's another thing while I look this up. A lot of these games are coming out in 2024, um, which I've I seen Xbox catch a, a little bit of heat for it um, online, which I kind of agree with. Like, I want to see games that you have coming up within the next six months or so. Like, get me hyped for, like, the holiday season when you're supposed to be releasing a ton of games and stuff. Yeah, um, definitely. So I don't know. I just, I don't like, I guess 2024 is not that bad. It's only six months away. But like you were talking about earlier with Hellblade, they announced that three years ago and we still don't have it. So it's like, don't tell me anything about the game. Don't reveal it until six months before release, maybe. Say, hey, this cool game's coming up. And by the way, you could play it in the next three and a half months. That's kind of yeah. my feeling on it. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. I just, I, I really don't like them doing that. I think they do that just to have stuff to show. Um, case in point, you know, Nintendo with Metroid Prime 4. That's another one that got announced three, maybe four years ago. And we've heard nothing. Yeah, We've gotten uh, Metroid Dread, and then we've gotten the Metroid Prime Remastered. And I heard, uh, I read that there's rumors going around that, um, there's going to be another Nintendo. Uh, there's going to be a Nintendo Direct uh, some point in the near future, and they're going to be uh, announcing Metroid Prime Two and Three Remastered. Really? But yet, but still no mention of Metroid Prime Four. So yeah, I hate that. That sucks. Um, but Towerborn actually, it's it's a cartoony style. But I kind of like it. Um, the colors are bright. It's like a almost like a side scroller beat 'em up game, and it's online co op too. Um, so what we were talking about earlier about doing uh, like once a month streams of co op games and stuff. This one might be kind of cool one to check out. I'd be interested okay. to hear your thoughts on it. Yeah, I'll um, definitely write that on the list. To check out. All right. Um, and the last game they showed off was Clockwork Revolution. Um, there's no, oh, so I did, I did see the, uh, the trailer for that one too. Okay. There's no release date on it yet. Um, and it is full CGI. It looks like a pretty cool world. Um, I think, I mean, is steampunk the right word? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I, um, I'm a big Bioshock fan. Love the original Bioshock. Is this in that universe? I don't think so, but it, I got a lot of, uh, Bioshock infinite vibes from it. Um, cause you know, Bioshock infinite takes place in Columbia in the sky. And a lot of the em enemies are that kind of like steampunk mechanical type. Yep. And, uh, this, like, as soon as I saw that, that's immediately what I thought it was Bioshock infinite. Oh yeah. Yeah. It, it looks very intriguing. Um, I might have to give this a go when, when it releases, whenever it releases. Um, and then to wrap up the Xbox showcase, Phil Spencer came out. Um, and kind of summarize the entire show and then mention they increased the supply of Xbox consoles and stuff. Um, because obviously the past, since they released, there's been a shortage 
I guess he had a ship sh- short, uh, ship, chip shortage, and then I uh, got to learn to talk. And then uh, you had all the scalpers buying up every console they could find and reselling them for ungodly amounts of money on eBay and stuff. So they they're increasing the supply of consoles coming to stores. Um, and then he also announced the new Xbox Series S, one terabyte console. And it's carbon black. It looks sweet. Yeah, man. I, I did see that console and uh, I thought it looked fire. I like that sleek black look. The white one, I, I don't mind the white one. Typically, like I like all my consoles to be black. That way they're all uniform. Mm-hmm. Um, I am an owner of the Series S and I do like the white sleek a- uh, aesthetic of it. But that black one, ugh, man, I think I'm going to have to... Uh, do a swappy swap here and uh, <laughs> trade this bad boy in and uh, grab that carbon black. Yeah, it, it looks sweet, but I think I'm still going to go with the Series X when Starfield comes out. I just want the Mac Daddy, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought I thought about buying a Series X, man, um, because, you know, I do have that physical 360 collection. I've got a pretty decent Xbox One collection that i could play all on that which i can't do with the series s so um you know i i I think there might be a series x in the future here oh you think you're gonna get the series x probably i mean eventually not not you know not like next month or anything but i'm thinking probably like black friday i my, my thought is with them releasing more consoles and stuff you're gonna have some type of like series x bundle for Black Friday specific, so probably like a Series X bundle with like a couple of games or a controller, an extra controller or something. Yeah, but we'll see. That'd be that'd be pretty sweet. I I gotta get it before uh, Starfield. Starfield, yeah, I gotta get it. Um, I thought about playing it on my PC with PC Game Pass, but I think I'm just gonna bite the bullet, get a Series X, and just play it how it's meant to be played. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, how much is a Series S nowadays? Anyway, the white one, the one that's currently out. Um, so I think they're still at like three hundred, if I'm not really? mistaken. Okay, because that new um, one, I, that new one's going to be three fifty. Okay, so I do see them uh, go down in price. I've seen them from like two twenty to like two hundred. Damn, um, that's a so good like, freaking price, man. It it really is, man. And it's you know, I know a lot of people hate on the Series S. I mean, I I think it's a great little console, man get it get with uh game pass 1440p output man yeah you're good to go um and in my opinion you know a lot of stuff you don't really need the 4k for um at least i have a big di- I, I have a hard time telling the difference between 1440p and 2160p which would be the 4k yeah um i think 1440p looks just as good at least now so now in a couple of years from now are we gonna be able to tell the difference probably yeah but i think right now i think it's a solid buy Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, it's a great entry point for people, for casual gamers, you know? Yeah, for sure. Um, and then right after the Xbox showcase, we had the Starfield direct and this, like I went from interested in Starfield to extremely excited for Starfield. Um, I really hope that they deliver on everything that they promised in that direct because if it's another cyberpunk 
I'm going to be very disappointed. Man. Um, but they, they showed off, uh, you could have, you could play it in third person or first person and you can switch back, uh, switch back and forth whenever you want. Um, there's a, uh, the group of explorers, I guess, that you kind of join in the beginning of the game is called constellation. Um, it's like a group of space explorers that you link up with. Um, I guess they're searching for the secrets of the universe. Is that is what they said. Um, you can use your real name in the game from what I understand. When Todd Howard was introducing it, um, they showed gameplay of him walking up to his spaceship with a robot waiting outside for him. And he said, hello, Captain Howard. And then Todd Howard said, um, and they even say your name. So I was like, ooh, if they... If they could say, what's up, Captain Bildo? I'd be like, yeah, <laughs> let's get it. Um, many uh, many factions and cities, settlements all around the universe. Um, I'm kind of stoked on that. Um, and when we came up with our predictions, or, or in our first episode, we, had, we talked about what kind of we wanted to see from Starfield, right? And I said I wanted expansive uh, customization when it comes to your character, spaceship, whatever. Um, and that's exactly what they showed off at the direct. Um, so, like, you can customize your character a million different ways. Like, I don't think if it comes out the way they say it is, I don't think there's going to be one character in the game that looks similar to another because creation character creation looks amazing um and not only character creation being customize your ships like you can uh take like the medical bay or whatever take it off your ship and put like a armory or something on there and then put your medical bay back on and then put the cockpit up in front and make it look however you want to look it looks oh man it looks amazing there was people uh like some of the developers were saying uh given their favorite builds for ships. And one woman said she likes to make them look like um, animals. So she showed one of hers that looks like a platypus. I was like, dude, that is amazing. And then they showed another one at the end that looked like uh, Optimus Prime almost. I was like, wow, that's really cool, man. I'm excited. Um, let me yeah, see. Yeah, that, that, that is pretty dope. Heck yeah. Um, backgrounds of characters um, like I guess when you create your character you select a background background for them like a backstory um, and then whichever backstory you pick will alter dialogue and offer new side quests throughout the game um, that's I don't think that's new to RPGs but I thought that was pretty cool yeah um, I guess you have parents in in the game too, so <laughs> you can go visit your parents, and then you, can, you even I don't know if it's an option or something you have to do, but se send money back home to your parents to help like support them, uh, throughout your journey or whatever. I was like, that's nice. a weird little mechanic. Um, religion is a thing in the game. I think we talked about this last week, but um, um. It say you're traveling through space and you come across like a blockade of pirates and you just happen to be the same religion as them. 
um, there might be a good possibility that they'll just let you go and not mess with you because you're the same religion. Um, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, they also they also showed kind of gameplay of an NPC that is supposedly your biggest fan and he just rants and raves about you and he loves you, right? And then at the very end of that scene with your best friend, they uh, point the gun up at him like they're about to shoot him and the gun and the screen goes black. And then the guy said, ah, we'll let you figure out that story on your own or whatever. And that kind of made me chuckle. Oh, man. I was like, that looks pretty, that's, like, if you could shoot your biggest fan, that's kind of funny. Yeah. The gunplay looks great. Have you seen the gunplay? Yeah, I did see the gunplay. So I actually, um, so I didn't, I didn't see the, uh, the Starfield uh, presentation, but I did see some of the trailers and stuff. And when I saw the gunplay at first, I thought it was uh, footage from Mass Effect for a second there. Because mm-hmm. what I saw, it kind of looked like um, Shepard from Mass Effect, like ro- rolling up with his, uh, his rifle. Yep. And I was like, what? And then I was like, oh, oh, okay, this is Starfield. Yeah. Yeah. All right. It looks it looks phenomenal. I'm excited for, for the... Because uh, a, like, a lot of like the big time rpgs the combat's kind of weird a little bit i'm a big fan of first person shooters and it looks like they got a good mix of first person shooter style combat in this big expansive rpg so i'm excited for that yeah i've always uh, i've always felt they did a pretty good job with that like with the fallout series um you know switching between third and first person and even with uh skyrim mm-hmm. um I, I i don't remember if you were able to do that in um Oblivion, which was uh, Elder Scrolls Four, I'm not I'm not sure where that mechanic got introduced into like their uh, the Bethesda ethos, you know. Uh-huh. Um, but I do like that being able to switch between first person and third person. I think that's a nice uh, feature to have. Yep, I am a Bethesda RPG novice at best. Um, oh. I've never fully played through a Fallout. I played a few hours of Fallout Four, and it was really cool. Um, like I said last week, it was like too, a little too much for me. Like I was just like, I can't sink the amount of time that is required to play those type of games. I can't sink that much time into those games. Yeah, no, for sure. So back with Fallout 3 and then Skyrim, um, that was a long time ago. I was still a single guy, you know. At the time I was living by myself, I had plenty of time to sink into those games. Fallout 4 came out, and that actually, uh, Fallout 4 actually came out on uh, the day after our wedding. So I remember I picked that up shortly after we came back from our honeymoon, and I played that one. Uh, I, I beat it, and I played that one for probably a few months because it was just, it's a big game. It, Wh- it's which, pretty and which one was that? Fallout 4. Okay, yep. Yeah, and that was, uh, I had a lot of fun with that. That was really good. Um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to that PS5 update they released for it because I'd like to check it out again. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's a big game, man. And uh, I think Starfield's going to be even bigger than that. Yes. So that's that's definitely going to be a time sink. Yep. And uh, I'm so here for I'm, it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm glad, man. You know, um, I, I tend to like the bigger games like that, especially like if I pay full price for it. This one in particular, I'm going to get Game Pass, so I'm going to be playing it on Game Pass. But if I'm going to drop 70 bucks for a game, 
I want to get my money's worth. You know what I mean? Like, and you know, I, I'm not one of those types of gamers that just kind of like rushes through everything. Like, Oh, let me beat the story right away. I want to explore. I want to get the collectibles. I want to immerse myself in that environment. And with Starfield, I think this is, this is going to be the perfect opportunity to do that. Oh Um, yeah. I saw, I see a lot of heat, man. Uh, a lot of backlash online because it's only going to run at 30 frames per second. Yeah. And you, you know, I, so on one side of the coin, I, I can understand why somebody would be upset with the game running at 30 frames per second here. You've got arguably the strongest console in the world being the Xbox series X, um, man, we should be able to do everything. Hey, 60 frames, 8k, everything maxed out. Unfortunately, that's not the case here. Um, and my, my understanding from what I read was in order to have the game be as expansive as it is, they had to make sure the frame rate stayed at 30. That way, everything was just consistent. There yep. were no like pop-ins, no loading issues, nothing. In my opinion, nothing wrong with that. Nope. I think it's okay. I don't, unless the 30 frames per second affects the gameplay the combat mechanics i i don't see why that's a problem absolutely not i think for the um, the large scale that this game is going to be i think that's absolutely fine i have no issues with that we just spent the last month or so playing tears of the kingdom that's 30 frames per second ain't it yeah yeah and it's phenomenal that's game of the year right there yeah so the, the argument there is like the switch is like older hardware etc etc but the thing is is like Fun games are fun games, yeah. man. <laughs> oh yeah. I like when you're when you've grown up like us playing uh like those eight bit games, sixteen bit games, dude, we don't care. I don't care at least. It's like, come on, man, yeah. a good game's a good game. Yeah, yeah. And it you know, you don't you don't need sixty frames, four K ray tracing, teraflops, whatever the hell yep. to have a good game, man. Yep. Like AEW fight forever. That one's coming out. That that game looks like ass. <laughs> yeah. Mean, like, yeah. That but, game, like the graphics on that are just do not look good at all. But that gameplay looks really fluid. It yep. looks like it's fun. It looks like it's gonna be like the old school N sixty four games. Yep. Which, you know, arguably those were the best wrestling games. Hell yes. Um, even still. In my opinion, I think they still hold up. But um yeah, that AEW fight forever, man. Like I'm not looking for 60 frames, 4K or whatever. I just want to be able to have a good time. I want a good experience playing the game. Yep, I'm excited for the arcade-style wrestling game again. I'm all in on that. Yeah, man. That's, uh, you know, I, as much of a a fan as I am not of AEW, I am looking forward to that game. Likewise, yep, absolutely. Um, a few more bullet points here about the uh star uh, star uh starfield showcase here um i mentioned the fully customizable ships and everything and the ships you can build you also purchase and sell those ships as well so i would think you could have a little side business on what to make some extra cash in the game um you build a badass ship and then sell it to some npc and make some coin off it i think that's pretty cool nice um I had to know this had ship like ship that looked like Optimus Prime. <laughs> I mentioned that earlier. Um, 
each companion has their own skills and they that they can contribute to your playthrough. That's nothing new to a, a RPG like that. Um, you can have romance with characters. Um, can assign crewmates to outposts or ships and take them out in the field if you need help on a certain mission. Um, dog fights in space. Um, I'm always a fan of dog fights in space and get into some space combat. That's cool. Um, yeah. <clears throat> if you come across a ship, um, you might get attack- attacked by an enemy ship. You can uh, shoot them and bring their shield down or whatever. And you have a choice where you can either, I think you could completely destroy it and blow it away, or you can dock with it and go take it over and then steal that ship. Likewise, you can, if you have a civilian ship that doesn't mean you any harm, you still have the option to act as a pirate and go board that ship and steal that ship and take anything you want on it. I think that's really cool. Yeah. Um, you can be a space pirate, I wrote. Um, collector's edition comes with a watch, um, a, like a smart watch that connects to your phone and stuff. It comes with a nice case, too, that you could that both those items are in the game. Um, so it's right out of the game they're offering. Um, not sure it's really worth it for me to pay whatever they're going to ask for it, probably two $250. Yeah. Um, they're releasing a custom Starfield controller and headset. They both look pretty cool. Yeah, I did see that. Um, you, uh, go, you build outposts on planets to harvest resources. Um, and then there's over the top base building, which I like, um, like when you're building a base on a planet, it kind of goes up over the top, like the old, uh, I don't know, like Starcraft games or whatever, when you're building your base and you could place buildings wherever you want. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, you can, so when you're in that view, you could build the whole shell of the building and then go down to your first person or third person view and walk around inside your base and fine tune all the like decorations and um, equipment you have in your base. That looks super cool. Um, and then obviously different weapon types, different weapon types that behave differently when used in different environments, which I thought was interesting. Um, that's all I got for the Starfield Direct. Yeah, man, it's it's going to be a busy rest of the year, you know? Um, yes. Final Fantasy 16 dropping, what, next week? Uh, next Thursday, as a matter of fact, I believe. Um, that's going to be that's going to be a pretty big game. September you played, rolls did, around. Did you play a demo? Oh yeah, dude. That is an amazing demo. Yeah, so I I liked it, man. The only thing I uh, I I kind of had a little bit of a problem with the with the combat. Really? So this will be this will be the second Final Fantasy, man. Yeah. So I um I felt like it was very button mashy. So I think so the combat was not what I thought it was gonna be. Mm-hmm. Um but it it pretty it's definitely has like those uh devil may cry bayonetta vibes to it. Yep. Um so pretty much like throughout the the entire demo, I just hammered the square button. Yes. And yep. like it was like hit the square button, occasionally hit the triangle button. And that's cool, but I could, for me personally, I could see myself getting bored with that. Mm-hmm. Probably like five, six hours into the game. 
Um, I hope that's not the case because then um, this is probably going to be another one of those Final Fantasies that just falls by the wayside. And I hope not because I really enjoyed that demo. Um, and I don't, I don't know if you played the second part of the demo. So when I did you, not yet. So it's like the Icos Rush or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's uh, that was pretty dope too. So I, I'm definitely looking forward to the story in this one. I need to get back in and do that second part. Um, but yeah, I get exactly what you're saying. Um, like when you're f- facing the big plant-looking enemy, the boss. Yeah. After you chase the goblins through the forest or whatever. Um, yeah, I would stay far back from them. Just mash triangle, shooting them with fireballs. And then when you get up close to them, just mash square. Um, I can see where that can get kind of old. I'm hoping in the full game they have like more variations of things you can do. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but I agree with you. The, the combat, as far as the attacks and everything might be able to do a little better if I'm being picky. Um, but like, as far as the story goes, I'm pretty much all in on the story. It looks pretty freaking good. And I love the setting and the world they're building out. Um, one other thing, uh, if I'm being picky again, is it seems very linear to me. Like you start at point A and you go to point B. Um, yeah. I, I, so man, I, I kind of just feel like it's like a false open world. Mm-hmm. So similar to how uh, the Final Fantasy VII Rebirth trailer looked at the Summer Games Fest, it looked it looked really big. It looked like it was going to be a super big open world, which is how Final Fantasy XVI looks. But it's pretty linear. So I wonder if Rebirth is going to be like that based on how Final Fantasy XVI is. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it, it definitely did feel feel a bit linear. And there's a possibility once the full game comes out and you're playing that, a lot of that stuff is going to open up. I hope it I does. Don't I don't know, though. Like, I don't, I don't know if that's, uh, that's just how the game is or what's going to happen there. Yeah, like, I don't know. I don't really feel either way about the linear side of it. Like, I wouldn't be upset if it was like that. Because um, playing, like, Breath or Tears of the Kingdom the past month is, like, I have this huge open world that I want to go explore every single part of it that takes up so much time. I don't want to beat the game because it's so freaking good. But um, Final Fantasy, if it is like a point A to point B type thing in different levels, that's fine. But I hope they add in some more like uh, collectibles and interact, uh, make you be able to interact with your environment a little bit more. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. Because running through that demo, running through the world, there was really nothing. You can't even talk to all of the NPCs that were there. Only the certain ones that they had um, set up like to advance the story and stuff, which I'm hoping they kind of have that locked for the demo so you don't get any spoilers into what's going on in the rest of the game. I mean, mm-hmm. that would kind of make sense to me, but I-, I hope there's a lot more exploration and everything that you're able to do in the full game. Yeah, so the other thing that I liked about it was I think this is probably the darkest Final Fantasy game in the series. Um, it So with Stranger of Paradise, I, I've only played the demo of Stranger of Paradise. I haven't played the full thing, but that one looked like it was kind of going towards like a more like darker, more mature 
type um, environment. And Final Fantasy 16, I mean, um, hopefully, like, I'm not spoiling anything. Hopefully, anybody who's listening to this has played the demo already. But there is a, there's the the decapitation scene of a certain character. Yep. Um, I like I was in shock. I was like, oh, oh yeah. Um, so I, I'm definitely excited, man, because I want to see, like, yeah, man, I want to see the blood, man. Give me the gore, like, give me a Final Fantasy game like that where you could chop somebody up and, uh, you know. We got Mortal Kombat coming out, man. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Final Fantasy can do that. We're all adults here. Come on, guys. Um, No, but spoiler alert. I'm going to spoil this right now because I want to talk to talk about it. So if you don't want to know what happens in the demo, cut this off right now. Go play the demo and then come back and finish listening. But um, at the very end of that demo where... God, I forget the main character's name. Um, but the guy you're playing, uh, drops down and like, uh, he's having like a, I don't know. Clive. Like a, yeah. Clive. That's it. He's having like a little aneurysm in his head or something. And he drops down on the floor. He's like, Oh, and he looks up and there's some fire guy standing next to him. Right. And then all of a sudden the camera cuts away and you see this big old, uh, minotaur looking thing or whatever, uh, fire giant coming out of the fire to fight the Phoenix. Um, do you think. Is it meant to, are we meant to believe that that big fire giant dude that killed the Phoenix is Clive? I believe so. Um, so I hope they, they ex- explain some of this stuff a little bit more because I was a little bit confused by this. Mm-hmm. So that big Minotaur looking thing um, in the previous iterations of Final Fantasy. So th- this is a big thing. Like, so the stories in Final Fantasy do not carry over. Um, so if you pick up and play Final Fantasy 16, like you're not missing any of the lore. Um, like one of the constants is the aeons. Um, there's is it always a aeons character. or icons. So that I've always known them as aeons. Okay. Um, but for whatever reason, they're calling them like icons or whatever in here and or icons or whatever it is. So I don't know if there's something going on that is going to get explained or what's going on, but, um, there's always a guy named Sid, which he, he's in Final Fantasy 16. Um, but that Minotaur guy, that's Ifrit or Ifrit. Yep. And I took it as Clive became Ifrit. So apparently what they were saying was the kid Joshua was like uh, the flame god, whatever, um, constant whatever it was called. Yeah. Um, and there could only be one, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But then all of a sudden, like you saw Efrit pop up, but like, they're not calling him Efrit. They're calling him the flame, whatever the hell. Um, but you see in the trailer, they call, they, they yell out Efrit or something. So I think he gets his name at some point in the game. Yeah. So like, I, like I was just very confused with the demo. Cause I'm like, um, like what, like, where are they going here? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I took that as Clive, the main character, was Efrit and lost control and killed his brother. And we're uh, that's that's how I got it. That's how I took it too. And I thought that was an amazing story element to put in there. Um, and then the 
the end scene where he where after the big battle and he's laying on the floor and the knights come over and pick him up or whatever. The lady that's there, that's his mom, right? Yeah, that was the mother. Okay. So uh, the, the the mother set it set it all up. And that's... I mean, like I I kind of feel like they were foreshadowing that, like throughout like the beginning story and stuff. Yeah. So you know how like when you first start off, you're they're, they're calling him the Wyvern or whatever, and um, like you're kind of confused as to like okay. Um, and then they go into the story of him, like as a kid, his upbringing and stuff. Um, so the mother always has this disdain towards him. And to, to me, it's pretty obvious, like where they're going with it, but it's still good to see the buildup. So the father ends up getting killed by these people that who, who they're traitors. They end up in the kingdom, yep. slaughter all these people. Turns out that the mother pretty much set everything in motion trying to uh take all the power yeah so i i don't know if my my assumption my presumption is that clive was ifrit and killed joshua his brother i don't think that clive realizes that he was ifrit and he killed his brother joshua because if you uh if you remember like when they're battling um, you could see Clive like talking, like, "Oh, stop! Like, yes. What are you doing?" Yep. So almost like he could see what's going on, but doesn't realize what's going on. And then the same thing with the kid Joshua, like, "Oh, get away from me!" But he's the phoenix, like yep. flying around and attacking and stuff. So I kind of feel like it's like an outer body thing, like their their minds are just kind of there, like they like don't realize, it. That, yeah, they don't realize it's them doing that. Yeah. So. I, I have a feeling we're going to see Clive find out that he is like that beast or whatever was responsible for it. And then that's just going to be like another, another deep arc into that story. Yeah. That's a hell of a family, uh, family dynamic there. <laughs> the, yeah. mo the mom's plotting to kill the dad, the uh, big brother kills a little brother. And then the mom takes the big brother hostage. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty so, crazy. Uh all of the uh, all the Final Fantasy games, they, they they pretty much have like some some crazy like plot twists and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and I haven't I haven't played all of them, but from the ones that I have played, it's always like a oh man, all right, like pretty out there stuff. I'm excited for it. I'm excited yeah. for it. Yeah, I, I, I think it's 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 going to be a good game. I got the deluxe edition pre ordered. I will be picking it up Thursday after work and playing the hell out of it. Nice. I actually, um, I had some store credit from GameStop and I, uh, I pre-ordered just the, the standard PS5 version today. So nice. I should have that shipped to me on Thursday. Nice. The, uh, the deluxe edition came with a nice cloth map. So I was like, yeah, let me get that. I think it'll be cool nice. to put up on the wall back here maybe or something. Yeah. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Get some so, you know, the, uh, the street date got broken on final fantasy 16. So there's like, really? there's, there's people, people getting, playing it yeah, already. People, yeah. There's people that got their copies already. Yeah. Oh. So I'm, I, I, I saw it posted earlier on Twitter. So I'm trying to be careful. Cause like, I don't want to get spoiled for anything. Yeah. So I'm probably just going to go into my settings and just like mute everything like final fantasy. That way I don't see any, any spoilers. Thanks for the head. You know, up. people love doing that. People Dude. Love doing that, man. Dude, I, I posted a short on my channel last night. Um, and it was just a cinematic video of Link pulling the Master Sword out of 
the um elect or the lightning dragon or whatever the dragon's head the like, light dragon yep yeah there was no talking in it there was no oh, story oh, oh. elements hold on hold on, hold on. Uh, spoiler spoilers yeah. for tears <laughs> of the kingdom yeah so if uh if if you have not finished tears of the kingdom yet and you do not wish to be spoiled please turn this off and uh go play it and then come pick back come pick it back up or fast forward about five minutes yeah exactly um so yeah I, uh, so the light dragon yeah i just i just posted a sim- cinematic of link pulling the uh the master sword out of the dragon the light dragon's head and so like two people posted like bro that's not a cool that's not cool man spoilers i was like dude there's no story elements here it's like you could barely even tell it was a dragon that i was pulling it out of the, his head yeah. but i was like my bad <laughs> sorry get over it <laughs> so, it's, uh, it's been out for a month already go beat the game yeah so rgt85 he was uh on the spawn cast he was talking about he had made mention about the final boss and i mean i don't know man like i want to say something so bad but go I ahead, really want to look. Go ahead. So i don't care it, it's a three-part boss fight yeah i knew so, that he uh he made mention of like man like those were some good like boss fights or whatever and people like jumped all over him because it's spoilers and like all this other stuff but the thing is man like if you played any other zelda game you know well actually no i don't know if that's true because i can't remember breath of the wild if there's like i think there's like two versions of him isn't it i think like you it's been a while you 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 fight like the first version and then he comes like he's like Mm -hmm. the the op version or whatever um so that's kind of how this is. Um, so yeah, it's, you know, I, I understand people, people get sensitive about their, uh, their spoilers and stuff. But I mean, at some point, you know, you, you as a consumer, you have to do your due diligence to be like, Oh, there's some news about this game that I haven't finished yet. Yeah. Let, let me not click this link. And um, not, not even that, like you're tuning into a gaming podcast, right? And this is the biggest game in the world right now. You know they're going to say something, and there's a possibility there it might get spoiled. Yeah. So I, I I don't have any sympathy. Sorry, but not sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, and, and, and that's the thing, man. You know, I I purposely like muted words on Twitter when Zelda came out because I knew uh, it had broken the street date also. So it was probably out a week before um, its release date, and. Yeah. So before that, somebody had leaked some art book or something that was getting released with Tears of the Kingdom. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of like spoiler content in there. So I made sure to to not focus on any of that because I didn't want the story ruined. Yeah, so see, again, I, I could see that. I could see that if it's like before the game even releases and people are getting it early and throwing it out there. Yeah, that's messed up. I wouldn't do that. Yeah. So for me as a consumer, if I know like this is something I want to play and I want I don't want to be spoiled. I'm not going to read news articles on it. I'm not going to watch videos about it because at some point somebody's going to say something, it's going to slip somehow Mm -hmm. or somebody's going to make mention of something and it's going to get spoiled. Yep. I I, I think I I can see that. I think at this point it's, it's been out for probably about what, what a month, probably, probably a month, a little over a month, maybe it came out uh, May 6th. So yeah, a little over a month. Okay. So, I mean, at this point, I would 
I would imagine people that have been playing it since day one are probably already done with it or very close to the end. Yeah. I'm I'm right at the final boss area uh fight type thing. And yeah. I just haven't crossed that line yet to go go fight them. I I made it a point yesterday to go build my house in Terrytown because I haven't done that yet, so I did that, and then I went and got the Master Sword. Um, I might do a couple other side things here and there, but I think I'm I'm getting close to it. I might beat it uh, this weekend or maybe early next week, right before Final yeah. Fantasy comes out. Yeah, I I've been playing it, man. Like I've been playing, like I beat it already, but I've been just going back and doing shrines and getting different armors and stuff because I'm, I'm just having a really good time just messing around looking yeah. for like the Koroks and stuff but um did you did you do all the tiers like did you do all the dragon tiers uh oh like uh the memories and stuff I haven't done that yeah. yet no oh. I, I've done like four or five of them I haven't do, finished them do, do yourself a favor do yourself a favor and um go do them yeah yeah Okay. So the, the, the do do you have any idea who the light dragon is or what the light dragon was? No, no. Oh man. Dude. <laughs> yeah. Go go I'll find. Think, those... I'll find out. Don't spoil it. I'll figure it yeah, out. Yeah. No. 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 I'm not going to. But yeah. Dude, but, but before you do anything else, man, get those. Uh, find the tears. Okay. And like go through all the memories and stuff. And uh, man, that's. Uh, I, I wish I would have known that you were going after the Master Sword because I would have told you to hold off for a bit. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. It, it'll but, still be cool. I don't, I yeah. stuff like that don't really ruin stuff for me. I I like the idea of it. Yeah, it's um, I mean it, yeah, it it's good, man. That like the ending was like to me the ending was a little flat, but the boss battle itself was like, yeah. <laughs> nice really cool um i want to get your opinion on one thing before we get off here and it's getting kind of late um but the apple vr headset you see that oh yeah unfortunately <laughs> yes <laughs> you're gonna fork out thirty five hundred dollars for that bad bad boy man oof. I, there's people that are gonna do it you mm -hmm. know because some people just have money like that um for me personally not really a big VR guy. Yeah, neither am I. Um, you know, I've I've got the the PSVR that was on the PS4, mm. and every time I used it, uh, I felt like vomiting. So, I didn't have a very pleasant experience with it. Granted, I understand it's not the top of the line, best in the market VR, yep. but that's my experience with it. So, anything going forward, um, I'm gonna be apprehensive about. So that Apple headset, nah, man. Yeah, that, <laughs> no. there ain't no way I'm getting that. It's too big, too clunky. I was really hoping, and I saw rumors on this for the last like year, two years, um, Apple Glass. It was going to be more like regular set of glasses like this. Yeah. And I that is what I would probably jump into. Not for $3,500, but I would be more apt to jump into something like that that I can wear all day long with my prescription lenses in them um, mm -hmm. and still get my notifications up inside the glasses and everything. I think that would be pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty wild. So I have seen, not that this is as advanced, but I've seen a lot of uh, companies now they're releasing glasses, um, you know, what frames I should say, not necessarily glasses, 
because um, I think you could you could use prescription lenses in them. Mm-hmm. But the the pair that I saw were specifically um, blue light glasses. And what it is, it's um, they have like speakers built into the uh, into the frame. So you you wear the glasses, and it sounds like you're wearing headphones or like you're listening to surround sound. Nobody nobody could hear anything around you because like the the speakers are inside the frames. Uh huh. So it's kind of weird because like you're wearing these glasses, and it's like it sounds like you're wearing a headset. You're listening to music, gaming whatever nobody else could hear what's going on but you take the glasses off and the sound goes away yeah that's pretty sick yeah yeah that's uh that's pretty dope technology so i think uh with the apple glass if they were able to do something like that and then incorporate the uh, the sound with it too man that would be to me that would be like some like super futuristic stuff heck yeah man i i'd jump in i'd be jumping in with both feet with something like that um, so, uh, speaking of demos, man, I, I wanted to ask you, did you, uh, did you have a chance to check out lies of P I did not, I downloaded it, but I never played it. Have you? Man, yeah, dude. So I know last week I was kind of like, eh, you know, I was kind of like iffy on it. Mm-hmm. Solid, solid, solid game. Really? Um, yeah. Probably. I'm probably going to pick that, that one up day one. How, how but, about how long is the demo? Um, I mean, it took me about 15, 20 minutes. Oh, really? That's not that long. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, if I didn't explore, like, everything, I pretty much, like, I think I got lucky on the paths that I took that, yeah. took, me to the, uh, that took me to the last boss. Um, but, like, the boss of the demo, it was um, it was pretty difficult. But um, it's, it's pretty much a Souls clone. And this is probably, like, the best Souls clone that I played because it, it literally felt like I was playing dark souls. Like the movement was fluid. Um, pretty much like the currency instead of souls you use. Um, oh, I can't think of it off the top of my head, um, but it's the same way, man. You find like a spot to, uh, to light your bonfire or your mm-hmm. lantern or like whatever it is. That's your safe point. You could use it as a warp point, but you rest at it. The enemies respawn. Um, you know, a lot of the same combat, man. You know, you got these enemies attacking you. You want to look for those patterns. You can parry, dodge. Yep. So, really, really solid game. I was, uh, uh, I was very impressed, and I, I really think that's going to become a day one purchase for me. Wow, and that's that's saying a lot coming from you, being such a big Dark Souls fan, that it's yeah. so great. Yeah, I'm, I'm uber critical, man, of all the, uh, the Souls clones that come out. Because I just, I, I, I think, you know, the Dark Souls series is just so, well, I shouldn't just say the Dark Souls, I should say the Souls Born series mm-hmm. is just so good, in my opinion, you know, so From Software does an excellent job with the mechanics and everything of those games. So these developers did a really good job here. Nice. Well, I might have to check that out. Maybe I'll play it on the channel or something. Um. So for the next week, what's your gaming schedule looking like? Like, what do you what do you want to get into? Um, I'm I'm probably gonna I think I'm gonna wrap up Tears of the Kingdom here, um, you know, because I don't I'm not looking at guides or anything at finding the shrines. I'm trying to find them on my own. Yeah. Um, 
So it's at a point where I'm just like, eh, all right, I'm not really sure where else to look. You know, you know, there's um, there's a side quest you can do, and I can't remember. I think it's one of the people that are in Lookout Landing, um, where you can get a like a, a radar, yeah, a sensor. Yeah, yeah. So I do have that, and okay. um, it it comes in handy sometimes. But it's like it it gives you a uh, a general vicinity mm. of where something's at. So occasionally you'll find you'll be standing on a rock or something. And your shrine will be underneath. So then you got to find like a cave or something to enter and then, you know, maneuver around the cave and then you can find the shrine that way. Interesting. Um, But other than that, I mean, there's not really much else to do. Um, You know, I killed um, some of the Gleelocks, been smashing Lionels. Um, I have not killed any of the guys in the, uh, the Gerudo Desert the Maldugas yeah, or whatever. Yep, yep. Um, I was, I was smashing one and then like, I don't know what happened. He just dipped. It's like, he like disappeared. Yeah. And then I was like, Oh, okay. He's like, Oh, this dude so, is business. I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah. 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 I put them hands on him. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, he dipped and I was just like, oh, okay, I'm not going to go chase him. So I'm probably going to wrap up with that. I actually, um, I, I've recently completed mafia, the definitive edition, so I, I kind of wanted to check out Mafia 2 um, just to kind of see that. But Thursday, uh, Final Fantasy, man. I'm getting Final Fantasy 16. So that is pretty much going to occupy my time. Yes, sir. And so I, Mine's the same way. I'm finish up Tears of the Kingdom, jump right into Final Fantasy. Um, I know we talked about it earlier, um, doing a co-op live stream um, one of these days. I got the Cowabunga collection that I want to jump into turtles and uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, I might do a couple videos here and there before Final Fantasy comes out and just throw them on the channel, like gameplay videos and stuff with some commentary. Not sure, but I definitely want to do that live stream um, co-op with you and see if we can tackle one of those games in there. Yeah, yeah, definitely, man. I'm all for it. Another good one that came out fairly recently, fairly recently too, is the uh, the Shredder's Revenge, mm-hmm. the uh, TMNT Shredder's Revenge. That was excellent, man. I haven't finished that one, but that's another co-op one. That's on PS5 too. Yeah, yeah, nice. PS4, PS5. Maybe um, I'll get into that. I heard nothing but good things about that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's excellent. And now they got some DLC coming out uh, in the near future. Yep, heard about that. That's but, that'll be something we have to get into. Yeah, man. Um, any viewers, you know, uh, anybody listening, if there's something you want to uh, you want to see us co-op, man, drop a comment. You know, let us know. Heck Maybe yeah, let us see know. Some, uh, see us do a co-op run on some uh, some Dark Souls. Ooh, Maybe some Elden some Ring. Ooh, yeah, some Elden Ring, man. Some Bloodborne. Ooh, see, I I still haven't gotten past the Fire Giant in Elden Ring. I'm oh, <laughs> I'm like halfway through the game and I've never finished it. I I will say that was probably. That was probably one of the harder boss battles, but once once you get the hang of it, then it's like, oh, okay, then it's it's not too bad. But yeah, the like the last boss was probably probably like the hardest boss in like all the Souls series. Really, I think yeah. Dang, man. Yeah, I died many, 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 many. Doesn't times. doesn't make me want to get back <laughs> into it. Yeah. 
it's just so good though man <laughs> it oh. is it, it is phenomenal i'll give it that it is it earned that made game of the year the year it came out right uh i i don't know to be honest with you i i think maybe it did i think it did and if or, it did was that last it, year I can't. So I, I know game, yeah. uh, game of the year. Um, yeah, game of the year was uh, God of War, I believe, last year for twenty twenty two. And did that it come out in twenty twenty one? Elden Ring. I don't know. I have to look it up. I can't remember. I think it might have came out in twenty twenty one. No, 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 no. It did come out in twenty twenty two. It came out like in March of twenty twenty two, I believe. Okay, man. If it didn't get game of the year, that's a travesty. Yeah, I can't remember if it got game of the year or not. I think as, it was, good, uh, as good as God of War is. I mean, I love me some God of War. Don't get me wrong; oh, yeah. I played all of them, but Elden Ring deserved it that year because it's that. Yeah, because it, there, there's never been an open world game like that, um, and it's just if anybody hasn't played Elden Ring, it's you know everyone says, "Oh, it's Dark Souls Four. No, it's it's not. Yeah, the mechanics are the the, the, the mechanics are definitely Souls like, but the the game itself, the environment is open world and. There's tons of side quests, tons of exploration, um, tons of loot to find. It's, I mean, I can't say enough good things about it. Yep. Absolutely. All right. Um, so if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, some at a later date, whenever I decide to throw them up there, um, kind of getting my profile ready on one of those apps you can throw on and um, just upload to all those things. Um, we do this on YouTube. Um, I throw the video up on YouTube. Sometimes we might do it live. Um, we're talking about doing a live stream games and everything, um, in the future. Come check it out. The mighty build on YouTube, um, old school legend gaming on YouTube. Um, I don't think you have any videos up there yet, but they're coming. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm in the process of, uh, doing some uploads here. Uh, we're actually, uh, potentially moving. So mm-hmm. that's, uh, that's going to be taking up a lot of time. So I think once, we move and we get all settled and stuff. I think I'll, I'll definitely be uploading more stuff, but, uh, on my channel, I'm going to be doing a lot of retro content. So look to see, uh, NES speed runs, just playthroughs, um, Nintendo, original Nintendo, super Nintendo, Nintendo 64, probably some GameCube in there, maybe a little PS2, occasionally some PS3. Um, I kind of want to stick away from the modern stuff and just kind of stick with like that retro vibe. Yep. So if that's something you guys like, man, check out my channel. Um, right now, I don't have any content uploaded, but um, once I start getting the videos uploaded, man, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Yep, it's coming. I can't wait for it. I'm going to definitely check it out. Um, well, I appreciate everybody listening. I appreciate you, Old School, for hanging out with me again, as you are every other week. Um, and we'll see you next week. For sure, man. Thanks for having me. Yes, sir.